Thanks for joining the Money Happy Hour, where we make every hour a happy hour for your money. I'm your host, Tom, the Savings Captain, and of course, I'm joined by my producer, Radish, the hardest working dog in podcasting. I have a question for you today. Are things the same as ever? That's what we're going to be talking about. Hey, but first, if you're new to the Money Happy Hour, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. One simple, quick ask, wherever you're listening to Money Happy Hour on, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button, leave a five-star review. Hey, and don't keep it to yourself. Tell a friend, a family member on it, and let's keep growing in 2024. One other thing I'd like to call out is my friend Raphael. Raphael, he is known as Shield Investor on X, And I came across his newsletter a while back and actually was just uh, had the privilege of being uh, interviewed and featured in it. And I just wanted to share his newsletter. I'm going to put a link in the description uh, to his newsletter. I invite you to go check it out and subscribe to it. I think you'll find it enjoyable. And I promise he is not spamming you anything. It's just a, a frequent newsletter that he'd be sending out to you. And I also just want to put this offer out there to the audience. Hey, if you know any resources, newsletters, other podcasts, things of that nature that you think might be beneficial to share with the audience, please email them to me. I'd love to take a look at it and share that with the audience. So Apple stock gets downgraded on iPhone 6 and watch concerns. The Apple Apple shares were downgraded by Pacific Crest Securities. They downgraded the stock, citing stagnant iPhone growth and a lack of compelling features uh, also on the Apple Watch. Pacific Crest said it had downgraded Apple from an outperform to a perform, suggesting that the new products unveiled did not have enough potential for upside estimates. Well, they continue to think that Apple's strong customer loyalty will really help with margins and cash flows. Pat Crest did say, however, unless Apple proves to be a surprisingly large mass market hit, we believe multiple contraction, a fancy way of the stock going down, not being able to hold on to its contraction, will offset earnings growth over the next year and prevent significant stock appreciation. And this was after their event at a uh, investor show. The market also, another person, Brian Blair, he's managing director at Rosenblatt Securities. He said he sees the Apple Watch and their new payment system as potentially healthy revenue centers. He said, I think the payment opportunity is significant over time, But they're only starting with a couple hundred thousand payment locations that are going to even accept Apple Pay. And it's going to take some time to build out that ecosystem. So that's a bigger long-term play and concern. Furthermore, one other analyst, Peter Garney, he's the head of equity strategy at Saxo Bank. He dubbed the night 
he dubbed it as the night the Apple became average, suggesting increased competition and lack of blockbuster innovation could suggest that the technology giant is on a slow downward spiral. He quotes Isaac Newton. He says that what goes up must come down, and this will likely happen to Apple, and the trip downward can last for a long time. Apple is no longer a stock I'd overweight. On the other hand, I wouldn't short it. It's just going to be an average company due to its size, and it should occupy just such a small place in one's portfolio. I came across another article here. Apple stock gets another downgrade. Why analysts are souring on the iPhone maker. Piper Sandler analyst Harsh Kumar downgraded Apple stock. He said on Tuesday, noted a lack of positive catalysts in sees ahead for the consumer electronic giants, along with lackluster and slow iPhone sales growth, a lack of compelling features, and slow uptake on the new release of their virtual reality headset. So I read those two articles for a reason. And the reason was over Christmas, my daughter was kind enough and she gifted me a copy of Same As Ever by Morgan Housel. So if you're familiar with the psychology of money, Morgan Housel is the author who wrote that book. And in his latest book that he just came out with called Same As Ever, it's a book, same style. It's about 23 different stories. And these are stories about what people have always done, what will always do. And he calls them timeless lessons about risk, opportunity, and living a good life. He said, when people face an uncertain future, they try to forecast with more intelligence, data, and precision. His argument is a far more effective to do the opposite, look back, be broad, rather than attempting to try to figure out little ways the future might change. Study big things from the past that really did stay the same. The important events of the future they're going to be surprises that no one really sees coming. But the past is filled with so much more wisdom that can help you navigate the uncertainty. So I've been a big fan of Morgan Housel, what he writes, his stuff. I think he's got some pretty good, uh, pretty good information out there. I read you these two articles because this week, Apple has been downgraded two times. The first article I read you, I'm not going to read it again, but guess when that was dated? That was dated September 10th, 2014, a little over 10 years ago. Didn't it sound like today? The second article that I read excerpts from, that was dated January 3rd, 2024, hot off the press. And what got me thinking about this whole concept, same as ever, the more things change. It's a great way to look back. When I saw this article, when I saw the news on Apple and the downgrades this week, I'm like, this is eerily familiar. These are the stories that personally kept me out of the stock up until last year. Because there was always this concern, well, I don't need to own Apple directly. I always wanted to own it, but I didn't. 
when I saw that article from this year, I said, wait, I've seen this. I've seen this movie before. And sure enough, I started looking at news in Apple 2014. I remember the stock was downgraded a lot that year. It underperformed. I think it actually started split adjusted in the high 30s, ended up in the low 20s that year. And it was the same concerns. Just sub in iPhone 15 today to iPhone 6 10 years ago. Scratch out the concerns around the watch. Put the new concerns in around the new, the new virtual reality headset that we'll unveil this year. And boy, I think you've seen history repeat itself and it's the same, it's a same as ever story to me. So I just wanted to give an example with a current event thing um, that it was just so easy to apply this train of thought to and thinking for it sounded so believable that, and maybe this time it is going to be different. Maybe this time this, it really is the death knell of Apple as we know it. They're not going to be an innovation machine. Their sales are going to go down, but I don't know, maybe not. It just struck a nerve with me. You know, it's funny, just looking at Apple and how the watch turned out, it turned out that's actually about their highest margin product, and they clog about $10 billion of sales each quarter on, on that product. Apple is a stock over the last 10 years. It's averaged 27%. The S&P 500's averaged just about 10% during that time period. Who knows what the next 10 years is going to be? This is not an endorsement to or a recommendation to go out and buy Apple stock. Um, if you think it is, I've missed the moment. That's not the point I'm trying to make. This is not an endorsement to go ahead and buy Apple. Instead, it's just an endorsement. Hey, when you see something in the news and there's something happening, step back. Take a, take a look back in time. Because I'll tell you, there's not too many things that I see in the market where I, I can't say that, hey, you know, a year ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, when something similar happened, what was the outcome? I can usually find a little bit of a, uh, a way to map through it. You know, it's funny today when I was getting ready to, to go ahead and put this whole idea of shaping out the notes for today's show. I'm recording this on Friday, whatever today is, Friday, January 5th. And today the jobs report came out right at 8.30 as expected. And the December jobs report, the estimate was about 170,000 new jobs created. Instead, two, the report, the headline number was 216,000 jobs created. And what happened promptly, the futures, they went down instantly. They dropped about 200 points within five seconds of that announcement. It looked like a very hot report. It looked like, gee, it's such a hot report. Is the Fed going to be able to cut rates? Or are we going to be looking higher for longer, as the Fed's been saying? Maybe. I don't know. But that's not necessarily the point that I'm trying to make again. But when I saw that headline number, what I like to do is just go a little bit deeper. I just don't buy the headline of what's going on today. I, I like to dissect it just a little bit. It's not going to change my investment style. I'm still going to buy and hold long term, but I kind of like to know what's going on. So I quickly looked at the number and said, all right, let's look at that 216,000. The first thing I like to look at is where 
are the jobs being created? Because that's a big uh, forty to a fifty thousand dollar or forty to fifty thousand more jobs created than estimated. That's a significant number. So when I looked into that, I was able to quickly see fifty eight percent fifty eight percent of the jobs created in December were government, healthcare, and education. Those three areas. Now I don't know about you. I don't really see those as like hallmarks of a growing economy. I don't see that as a runaway economy where the jobs report was all that hot. Overlay that with the fact that 10 of the last 11 months, the jobs report has been revised downward, a lot of times even below what was estimated. So what that means is after the number comes out, after that headline number's out, when the dust settles... And the labor statistics are reviewed, the downgrade, the revision is lower than what the forecast was. So why am I telling you all this? I'm not turning this into uh, a jobs report podcast by any means, but I'm sharing this story. When I saw that news in the market reacting quite negatively to the report, I simply put a post out there saying, um, the headline number is not as hot as it looks. I did that on one of the economic news sites. So I got a reply back. I got several replies back, but this one really, this one really jumped out at me. It said, it tickles me when Republicans can't bring themselves to give Biden credit, but they're screaming at the top of their lungs when something goes wrong and Biden has nothing to do with it. What a sad life it was must be. At first I was like, good Lord. On my Twitter account, I never make anything political and I don't make it political on here. I don't really care. Just looking at the numbers. So I replied back after I thought about it, I guess about an hour later, didn't think about it too much, but I felt like I felt compelled to, to say something. I just wrote back, my message was not politically motivated but your response seems to be, the fact is, the fact that I just shared, 58% of the ads were government and healthcare, really not the hallmarks of a runaway economy that the stock market is reacting to. I told her, chill. Not everything is political when a point using critical thinking is raised. So why do I tell you that story? I'm going to close with that story to say that, you know what? If you look at things in a same-as-ever manner, and say, hey, there's something going on today in my life, at work, the markets. Oh, that's right. It's an election year in the US and in the UK. If you question something today and apply either some critical thinking or compare it to something in the past, don't tell, don't say I didn't warn you. I'll, I'll warn you. There's going to be some heretics out there or people saying that you're a heretic rather just like I experienced today. So I'll close by saying, do you have the same as ever story? I'd love to hear about it. So if you do have one, message me on X or send it to my email. Until we meet again, thanks for joining the Money Happy Hour.